Plans are worthless, but planning is everything. General and President Dwight Eisenhower's wisdom still rings true today. The Mutual Broadcasting System presents STRAT, Strategic Risk Assessment Talk. A forum with a preparedness mindset. Mitigating risks, creating systems of prevention and recovery to deal with potential threats. And understanding the objectives of a business continuity plan. This is the podcast for leaders who are committed to being prepared. Now, here are your hosts, retired Marine Intelligence Officer and globally recognized risk expert, Hal Kempfer, and investment banking executive, Mark Mansfield. Mark, we're going to talk about something a little bit different. We're going to talk about the tension, if you will, the constant tension, the ever back and forth between the decisions of outsourcing and insourcing. And as as you know better than most, this this is a huge strategic issue for businesses. It's also a big issue in government and nonprofits. Do we do this in-house? Do we outsource it? Do we have the expertise? Do we have what we need to do this? And what's the most efficient, cost-effective way to accomplish a particular particular functional area? Uh, great. This will be this will be a great topic. So it's usually in the context too of of maintaining. I mean, to back things up and let's look at it at the, the big picture, and then we'll drill down. Um, the, the long-term structural integrity of what you're trying to accomplish, and and and, and too often. Uh, you know the short-term considerations, and you know, whether it's it's in our personal lives or or in a much broader government or, or business context, you know short-term considerations versus you know long-term uh, wisdom and and decisions. So we'll talk about how do we maintain that structural integrity again in the context of what we've been talking about in other areas, how that integrity is going to shift based on uh, new new external drivers. And then the the, uh, rapid, the the rapid pace in, introduced by by technology. Uh, okay, the, the simple thing: when do we in when do we keep things in house, and when do we outsource? Now we can lay out we'll lay out some ideas, the pros and cons, and then subsequently wrap up with how to structure your thinking with that long term view. I, w- I would be remiss. If I didn't, you know, mention this classic business example (laughs) where IBM at one point for $10 million could buy Microsoft. And at the time within IBM, within their corporate culture, they said, hey, it's all hardware. This software stuff doesn't mean anything. Now, of course, wasn't too long after that, they realized they made a horrible, horrible mistake. But that is a classic insource versus outsource. You know, that gets into mergers, acquisitions, and other things like that. But it deals with the expertise. And you and I, you know, look, the reason we are consultants, if you will, the reason we're brought in is because we insource, we have a long history of insourcing. We were employees of various different organizations, all right? And we built up expertise and experience, and now we're brought in to do things, okay? We're brought in to do corporate wargaming. We're brought in for uh, strategic planning, a variety of things like that. And and we build on our knowledge, experience, education, training, whatever it is within that. But well, with that said, um, that's something that is somewhat unique. A lot of companies don't have that. And that's why I have a little bit of a bias with certain functions. I think they should actually outsource. 
On the other hand, I've also seen the other side where they're outsourcing things that are a core thing that the company needs to be good at, and and they're putting off the fact that they need to change their human capital structure. So so, so let, let, let me speak to that directly, but before I do, there's one point I want to address. You made a glancing reference to uh, mergers and acquisitions, and, and I can't underemphasize how important it is to have an understanding of the broader context as we discussed. I think you meant overemphasize. Overemphasize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Overemphasize the, the, the uh, understanding and the overlay of the role that the investment banking is going to play. Often investment banking considerations are very transactional, meaning tactical or short term. You can't have that overlay in terms of what we're, we're bringing to you, but you must have that that deep understanding. Okay, so so let's go to the insourcing. Think of it as a visual, as more of a um, a deep tower with a moat around it. We, we must introduce some um, <laughs> uh, battle uh, references here. Okay. Uh, so it, it's very vertical. And then think of the outsourcing as more of a uh, uh, horizontal plane that that's that's going to support driving scale and reach. So those are the two visuals you should be. We'd like you to be thinking of. Um, now, to your point that you just brought up is that w- what what really do you want to consider in terms of, and we're going to go into greater detail this, but broadly speaking for outsourcing, it's usually non-core or highly specialized activities that are not going to contribute on a long-term basis to your company, So, but are relevant in terms of getting to where you do see the long-term strategic vision of your company going to. So you would, that would include unique marketing strategies, uh, some social media marketing, digital marketing, some software development, some logistics, certainly in, in, in lo- localized areas, some specialized manufacturing, and, and again, to your point, some supply chain management. But we wanna come back and we're gonna drill down here on the pros and cons based on, re- you, you know where we're going with this, defending intellectual property, anything that's core, we will, you know, you do not want to outsource. And that's what we oversee. When you're making those decisions, which on-ramps and off-ramps we would allow you to take and which ones we would warn you not to take. And and it, and it is a, it's almost a matrix approach, but it has to be a sophisticated approach. It has to be a well-thought-out approach. You know, I find some very simple assumptions tossed out there on outsourcing and insourcing, which I, I I, I find the, uh, the the road to ruin, if you will, from a management perspective, what co- what companies and organizations do. Uh, in many cases, they go, hey, we should do this. You know, it, you and I know the old saying, you know, uh, uh, a company has a great salesman, all right, and then they hire him to be a manager, and two things happen. <laughs> they just They just lost their best salesman, and they just gained their worst manager. There are huge problems with insourcing, and it takes a critical review to say, look, is this something we can support? Some very large companies, for example, may have the ability, may have the scale and scope that they have folks that actually do wargaming, if you will, as a regular part of their business. And there, there are some, and we've seen them, where they do that, and it's an, it's, uh, it's an incumbent thing they do within the firm. Even then, uh, with corporate wargaming, one of the challenges you have is somewhere in that organization you're under somebody. Right. You know, we've seen this with co- competitive intelligence and wargaming, where a lot of times they're tucked under something that doesn't make sense to us, like they're tucked under the treasurer. And so everybody's been going to this guy who's also in charge of the budget and how much money they can get and everything. They're fighting all these fights, 
And then they say, hey, we're going to send over this group over here to do this war, strategic wargaming thing. And when they come over there, all people could say is, they work for the treasurer. And I was just at a meeting with that treasurer yesterday. And, and that guy, I can't stand him. And who are these guys that are coming from there? And it's playing into organizational politics. And it's things like that can literally defeat whatever function you're doing before it even starts. Yeah, I completely agree. And and we, we've got... Uh We've got a more detailed discussion of wargaming where, where that, that's going to be um, uh, underscored even further. So for the benefits of moving quickly uh, through this for our listeners, um, I'm going to go through quickly the pros and the cons of, of our insourcing or our vertical tower uh, with our moat around it. So, uh, okay. <laughs> By the way, I was, I was just recently at Buckingham Palace in Windsor, so this is all kind of really resonating with me just so you know <laughs> okay so, uh. well then let's keep marching um so ha- having said that what are the pros of insourcing okay and again it goes back to you know what is core what is always at your core okay better quality control that's probably self-evident but you need to you know to think it through i mean you own it okay you if it's insourced you you're building an institutional knowledge for your company as well and, and that, that's 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 critical um and again you're keeping it to the core you can control the project and, very importantly, maintain control of intellectual property, which, you know, we alluded to earlier. You know, a, a cultural, um, cultural element we don't want to ignore is basically the maintenance of, you know, communication integrity. And, and you know, in, in, in our world or Hal's world, we call it a need to know. I mean, you, you know, you, you can balkanize the information, which, again, goes to protecting your intellectual property. Okay. Again, moving quickly, what, what are the costs of, of insourcing or, you know, the negatives and associated with that? Well, one, if you've got, you know, it's costs. I mean, you, uh, you, you, you screening, you're hiring, you know, you break it, you buy it. So you, you've, you've got headcount, um, you've got benefits, it, you, you know, once, you know, once over the moat and in your tower, it's hard to uh-huh. get, them, get them out of the tower, um, you know. There's a lot of Trojan horses out there, if I must uh, okay. continue yeah. with the metaphor. <laughs> so you've got, and also you've got, you know, once in once in the tower, you've you've got cultural integration. That, you know, that takes time and and sensitivity. And you know, maybe some of us aren't as sensitive as we should be, but you you've got to have that. And and often, you know, do you have the intrinsic indigenous flexibility? to to accommodate the additional workload that's going to be coming into your organization? If you elect to insource, you know it's it's a big challenge. And insourcing, and I, I'm a fan of it, but I'm also not a fan of it, depending on how it's done. You know, in many cases, they'll hire somebody based on certain criteria, and then once they get in the organization, they go, "Oh, we need to do this too," and they'll move them over to an area where they have not had any training, they have not had any experience, and they try to get them to do this, and usually it ends up in something akin to a disaster or a catastrophe. Because you you basically tried to put up you know a, a square peg in a round hole, and it didn't work. All right, so that's that's one thing on insourcing. All right, right. Uh, the right. other thing I would say though, and I'm a big believer in this, is training. You know, uh, if you have a workforce and you're going to move them around to do things like this, make sure they're trained, and they have the knowledge and skills necessary to be successful. And I find a lot of companies you know do things I call penny wise and pound foolish in the training environment where if you move somebody over to do something you don't give them the train to do it and then you pay 
whatever happens later on, which usually is dwarfs whatever the cost of training would have been. Yeah, and and so to that point, before we move on to outsourcing, you're absolutely right. Even in even within the tower, with that shifting around, there still can be a leakage of ownership. Um, I mean, the, the, the chain of ownership. I mean, who, who owns it? If, if something goes wrong, well, you're no longer on the project, even though, you know, the project is in the same tower. So, it, it, and, and that, then that goes into, of course, the, 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 what we said earlier, the, the oversight and cultural, ongoing cultural integration required to, to manage, you know, your, your closed system uh, w- w- with the insourcing. All right, so so let's let let's move on quickly to the pros and cons of outsourcing. All right, so uh, outsourcing again to bring it home is our horizontal. Uh, you know, we're talking about uh, uh, facilitating scale and, and reach from a uh, not the tower but a horizontal reach. Okay, so what are the pros? Well, we we believe that we can lower costs and 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 scale more rapidly. Um, you know, it's usually called for during you know a rapid response, um, and when you're uh, when you need to fast track your deliverables. So that could be perfect. Again, if it's non-core and it's within those specialized areas that we discussed uh, earlier. Speaking of specialized areas, that goes to specialized talent pools. You know, pools that you may not want to take on the ownership of training and then subsequently owning because you need them for a hit and run exercise, not not uh, a lifelong commitment. So uh, th- th- that's really the pros, and you can maintain the focus. Now the cons, the cons here are, there can be this, again, back to the ownership, the quality control, do you have direct control? Um, who actually within the dotted line of the group you've outsourced to owns, and you know, where does your ownership end and, and theirs begin? And who's, then there, where does that go to accountability? A big one we've talked about, and I think this is, extremely relevant again in everything we've talked about AI um, how technology is driving so much is intellectual property leakage and um, that is that that's key key. and which you'll cover is data breaches everything else that our listeners are are likely unfortunately uh, uh, you know well aware of and there's communication barriers Um, you know you're, you're 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 losing some of again that cultural integrity that you hope to be building to support the long-term um vision that that we that we addressed so i i think we'll come back it will wrap up a little bit later with some of the prior like you know what to consider now that you know the pros and cons of both the tower and the horizontal uh i'll, I'll throw this back to you and then we well can... i'm going to give you an example here please i'm going to point to the entertainment industry and filmmaking all right, which is a huge industry. We're both in Southern California, and it's a huge industry, uh, as you know. When occasionally there's a strike, but uh, you know it's a huge <laughs> industry. All right, uh, but what's interesting is if you go back to the history of making movies, originally the studios had insourced, if you will, most of what was going on. I mean, to include the the talent, the actors and actresses were actually. Uh, on contract to the studios as were everybody else working lighting and movies the directors everything like that and what they found over time was that that insourcing was less efficient than outsourcing and now when they make a movie it's an enterprise but it all comes together everybody's a contractor if you will in most cases are independent contractors they come together to make a movie and it's it's a very efficient enterprise. If you've ever worked on a movie set where they're filming, 
a, a whether it's a movie or they're filming television or whatever they're doing it's a everybody knows what they're doing there's a high degree of expertise and it's interesting that the, a lot of them have worked together before but they don't all work for the same company they're 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 it's a it's a it's across a different enterprise and to me it's fascinating because that is an example of outsourcing in a in a very highly controlled rigid environment that just seems to work very well yeah i i agree that, that that's an excellent uh that's an excellent visual, frankly, if, and, and that's a great template, a template that we use in our tool sets, too, and, and we can discuss further with anyone if, if, they're so, if they elect to. Um, I'd like to, before I hand it off to you to wrap up, I, I'd like to make two points here. Uh, first is the considerations, for, uh, the considerations of when you should be using, when, when we should be using or considering this. And then secondly, I want to come back and just discuss some of the investment banking considerations. Okay, so that, that, that was it. Okay, first, where are you, you know, for better or worse, you know, in your decision process, you know, where are you with the, the what, what is the priority? You know, what is the ultimate um, business goal? Do you need immediate assistance? And then, you know, or are you in the middle of a, you know, I hate to say it, are you in the middle of a budget cycle and you've got to make long-term cuts so you're forced, you know, de facto to an outsourcing scenario. That may be the case, and if so, you know, live with it. But again, try to keep it in the context of your long-term core focus. Time sensitivity, again, deadlines, this may be an option. But if you've got the time and budget, again, it, depending on your culture, you may elect to bring it in if it's not overly specialized, especially if, there, if you wanna maintain the integrity and control so the, of uh, your intellectual property. And then phase of company growth. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, obviously if you can reduce the burdens by going to a, 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 an array of contractors to your, to your um, movie uh, metaphor, is uh, that may be a good choice. Uh, again, not for the IP sensitive areas, but if you're a small company, a startup, this, this outsourcing is, is often the model um, and, and provides the flexibility and the option to quickly pivot, which, which you may need. Um, I think we have time I want to make. I just want to make oh, one okay. more point here, if I could. Yes, of course. And I also say this, and this goes to every CEO out there, which is you got to be honest about your own organization. you got to make an honest assessment, all right? If you're looking at a particular function, and let's go back to wargaming, all right? If you're looking at strategic planning of wargaming, and they don't have the skills and you can't maintain that, that skill set within your organization – it may always be an outsourced thing, and, and that's, a, that's a simple reality. I just want to throw that in. Right. By the way, we have, we have hit on a lot of different things with this. Uh, we've had a great discussion. I'm going to make one comment about, uh, from the iBanking side. We're all human, and, and it, 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 the idea of building your own tower is a natural inclination. A, an investment banker is going to love this for mergers and acquisitions, and it could be very credible or, or you may not know. The barber's always, if you ask, don't ask the barber if you need a haircut. Come to us, we'll give you a very honest opinion about what makes sense in terms of your talent. Mark, this has been a fantastic discussion. Uh, I, I keep hearing your tower discuss, tower metaphor here and, and the moat. And I just want to say, I'm not saying the moat is a moot point, but I am saying that we ran out of time. And, uh, and it's just been a wonderful discussion. I think we're going to come back to this topic at some point in the future because we have a lot more to cover. Thank you. Strat, Strategic Risk Assessment Talk with Hal Kemper and Mark Mansfield. 
podcast weekly from the Mutual Broadcasting System.